we're moving down here behind the funeral procession. And uh, we have to be, of course, very discreet. The smoke down here is fairly intense, actually, from a cremation that's going on on the right-hand side of us. <laughs> Boy, it is strong. But uh, they're preparing another body now. Apparently, they're allowing us to come down here and view it. I got to get a hanky. Ooh. I don't know if you can hear me underneath my uh, hanky, but it's incredibly strong. There's one, two, three. There's three going on, and there's uh, looks like two bodies laying down in front of me. Prayer flags hung here by many people from many areas, many locations of the world. But it, it makes me think back to the time of Adam and Eve when, when Adam and Eve defied God. It was though a huge chunk was cut out of them. Ever since that time, man has wandered to and fro over the earth, trying to fill that God hunger that God had put there. Today, you're going to hear an incredible story about Buddhists and Hindus and Muslims and how AWR is reaching out and finding tremendous success with all of these people. Of the estimated 6.6 .6 billion people on Earth, 33% are categorized as Christians, 20% are Muslims, 13% are Hindus, and almost 6% are Buddhist. The people of planet Earth have fragmented into several major religions and thousands of religious sects and belief systems. The world's major religions have some commonalities. One is worship adoration or appeasement of the gods, and two, is the promise of an afterlife that is better than this life on earth. To many, the pain and sorrow of surviving everyday life is enough to take your breath away, which explains the attempt to seek after something better, often through a religious belief system. right in the heart of a little city by the name of Sarnat. Sarnat is just down the road from Varanasi, which is actually where our story is going to take place today. But why are we here? We're here because this is where Buddha preached his first sermon. That's a pretty incredible thing. They began building temples and everything. This became a large Buddhist center, but then the Muslims came down and destroyed everything, absolutely annihilated it, People had no idea it even existed. There were stories that it actually occurred, but they really didn't know. Archaeologists came in, began digging, and true enough, they found out that this is where it all occurred. They began restoring the area, and this is some of what you see today in that restoration. 
What are these ladies in white? They, they are Sri Lankan followers. They all are from Sri Lanka. They are Buddhist followers. So they are in uh, in the white costume just to worship. Just to um, just just to worship in temple. Worship in the temple in white. So that's yeah. specific to their religion. Exactly, it is. It is. Does everybody who worships have to come in white or? No, no, they are Sri Lankan uh, pilgrims. They are following Theravada Buddhism. Now I noticed the fellows I was talking to, the monks in the temple, they were from Sri Lanka also. Exactly. How come so many people here from Sri Lanka? Because they are, they are coming on a holy an excursion to see the mm -hmm. old Buddhist uh, circuits which were related to Buddha. And so, they are following Buddhism. So Buddhists come from many places exactly. to come here. Worldwide Buddhist uh, pilgrims are coming here. So Buddhism raised from here and it uh, went all over this whole world. Okay. Now what, what religion are you? I'm belonging to Hindu. You're Hindu? But, yeah, I'm Hindu, but I haven't any kind of discrimination, no any distinction. I do okay. appreciate whole religion. Do you, so, so you, do you like Buddhism or do you like Hinduism better? We like both, I mean. You like both? Yeah, that's okay. why our Hindu uh, devotees are also coming to visit the Buddha's temple and everything. So many of the Hindus come exactly. and visit the, the Buddhist yeah. temple also? It is fact, sir. Mm -hmm. According to our uh, legend, we, are, we all are believing that Lord Buddha was the re uh, reincarnation of Vishnu. Varnasi and the surrounding areas are somewhat like Jerusalem. It's a holy area to some of the world's major religions. Here in Sarnath, right outside of Varanasi, we discovered something in my mind that's absolutely incredible. We've got the Ganges River and the virtually Hinduism's most sacred location. Then we've got where Buddha gave his first sermon. We have the Janus Temple. They're all combined together. As I was talking with the guide, the guide told me that the Hindus believe that Vishnu, their god, was reincarnated into Buddha. So here we have a convergence of all these religions in one location in one spot. He said that the Hindus love to come to this location to worship. The Buddhists from Sri Lanka are coming up here. People from everywhere are coming to these locations. It seems with all these religions joining into one. The sacred Ganges River flows through this ancient city, representing life and the continuation of existence. Hindus, Buddhists, and many other pilgrims come to Varanasi because of their devotion to their gods and in hopes of a better existence when this life is over. It is the desire of Hindus to be cremated on the banks of the Ganges River and their ashes strewn on the water for that last journey to paradise. As you can see, AWR is frontline mission radio. Our first priority is to travel where missionaries cannot go. We broadcast thousands of hours each day in 70 major languages of the world. 
AWR has the capability and capacity of blanketing almost 80% of the world's population. Not only do we broadcast via shortwave radio, but our signal is on over 1,000 FM and AM stations around the world as well. Our podcast subscribers, internet users, satellite downlinks are growing rapidly, evidenced by the 100,000 plus emails, letters, and phone calls we receive each and every year. Yes, AWR is your mission radio. No walls and no borders. For AWR, that means change lives and change hearts around the world because God is using the airwaves of AWR to reach people everywhere. Through the radio waves of AWR, God is reaching people around the world. We'd like to offer you an edition of Making Waves. It's four of our episodes brought to you from around the world. God speaking to hearts, the hearts of the listeners of AWR, exciting stories. We hope that you'll share those with friends and neighbors, acquaintances, anyone you come in contact with. Join us to make waves. It's completely free. Right now, the information's on your screen. For your free, no obligation DVD, write to Adventist World Radio, 12501 Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20904, or call one 866 503-3531 or log on to www.awr.org mwdvd Be sure to request offer number 10. That number again is 1-866-503-3531 As you can see, we're in a location that's absolutely incredible with poverty and sickness and sorrow and death. We're here on the Ganges River. There's a billion people in this country, so many wonderful people, but simply because by a quirk of fate, almost where they were born, they can control nothing about their lives. Many of the parents even break limbs of children and different things so that they can actually become better beggars and therefore they can make a living. It's such a sad situation because I remember when Jesus would walk through a village, the Bible records that there wasn't a sick person left. It's so phenomenal. How I wish we could do the same. It's incredible. We're in an area here. The streets are so narrow. People are crowded in every place. Little shops on every corner. Cute little kids that are so sweet. They sell everything from aspirin to antibiotics to Pepsi to uh, betel nut, actually. Unfortunately, betel nut is a terrible drug that uh, addicts the people. But and then you have, unfortunately, the, the dogs that are so flea-ridden and things, but always the children are cute. I was talking with one lady on the airplane who works in this area a lot. She got pinned up against a wall almost by a bull some time ago, and he urinated on her. And everyone came from everywhere and said she was blessed. And they seriously meant it. She was absolutely had been blessed by the gods. And, <laughs> It's incredible. Huh. I'm in the middle of Varanasi, right here on the Ganges River. Behind me, all the smoke you see is from a cremation process. They bring all the bodies out here to be cremated. 
and it, it's hard to describe. The smoke that fills your lungs, the sorrow of the place, the, uh, the poverty, everything that's going on. Uh, it, it, I almost run out of words to even say anything because it's so incredible. The smoke down here is fairly intense, actually, from a cremation that's going on on the right-hand side of us. <laughs> Boy, it is strong. I don't know if you can hear me underneath my uh, hanky, but it's incredibly strong. We're moving down here behind the funeral procession, and uh, we have to be, of course, very discreet. You're looking right here at uh, ashes, pieces of wood, the cremation remains, flowers that they throw in for worship. It's all flowing through in this muddy Gunji mix. It's the mighty Ganges River. It's, it's hard to imagine that it starts in the Himalayan mountains, beautiful crystal clear river. The Ganges River is supposed to be the most sacred river in all the world. We're here in Varanasi, the most sacred city in all the world. And before they die, Hindus need to come here, apparently, we're told, or they can't have salvation. They have to visit this city at least one time. Imagine if you couldn't visit the city and you, you were at your deathbed. People would haul you down to the riverside and they would dip you in the river just before you died in order that you might have salvation. We're traveling up river right now. The rowing is extremely hard. We've got two men doing it, but the Ganges River is running at full speed. A lot of this area that we're looking at is covered with water. It normally has stairs a lot further down the river. Most think that without the right beliefs, when death comes, it will be final with no hope of an afterlife. Most religions in the world see it as their duty to save fellow believers from themselves if they happen to stumble and fall from their life of devotion to the gods, or if they accept false religious ideas. Out of such beliefs, new religions are created, such as Sikhs. The origin of Sikhs can be found in the strife between Muslims and Hindus, which began in the 10th century. Nanak was born in October 1469 into a Hindu family, but he refused to undergo Hindu rituals and preached that there is but one God and that he was the only true God. Nanak denounced the drawbacks of both the communities preaching a middle path and soon had a large following. His idea was that man could be living a normal life, yet he could be a true follower of God by sticking to the word truth. Sikhism grew out of a desire to bring Muslims and Hindus together. Despite the desire to bring religions together and experience tolerance and acceptance, persecution still happens today. 
In an interview with one of AWR's past Hindi language program producers, Pastor R.P. Singh, we learned that AWR listeners are often persecuted. First letter, I will show you. This is from Varanasi uh, family's experience. When they were listening, the young man, Vineet Pandey, he used to listen to a program just near the ghat where the people come to dip in the river. So in that place, he was listening very carefully and he also compelled their family members to listen to that program. When the family members also accepted Jesus as their savior, personal savior, they were chased out from their places. And today, when I went there and there were no, no one was there, I felt very pity for that. They were run out of their community. Yeah, they were thrown out from that community. The another let letter I have is from Muslim. And he also writing that Jesus is the only savior. And he said that no Muslim can deny that he is Messiah. He is not Messiah. No Muslim can deny it. So he said that please send only registered letter. A registered letter goes to the person's hand. So it's, it's safe. So he said that I'm teaching in a madarsa, in a mosque, and I'm a religious leader in that area, but I'm listening your programs. And I want some more information. I want to accept Jesus as my savior. AWR is Frontline Mission Radio. Our first priority is to travel where missionaries cannot go. We broadcast thousands of hours each day in 70 major languages of the world. AWR has the capability and capacity of blanketing almost 80% of the world's population. Hindus, Buddhists, Muslims, animists, or no belief at all. God is using the radio waves of AWR to successfully call and prepare a people for his soon return. But the work is not finished. Your help is needed. There are still so many who must hear this precious message of hope. Please partner with us today so others can hear and rejoice in the hope of Jesus Christ, the hope that you and I have already found. Your gift of love will mean so much to so many. If you would like to financially partner with us or would like additional information, our toll-free number is 866 503 3531. One of the favorite things people like about AWR is its stories. We have stories from all over the world. Some of them involve danger. Many of them involve miracles of God. But certainly all of them involve the miracle of changed lives. I've written a little book of some of the favorite stories. In the Face of Death, another, Radios Given by Angels, Coming to Christ in a Muslim Country, these and many other stories. It's simple. Just log on to www.awr.org storybook and you can download your free PDF version of stories from places where missionaries cannot go. Do it now so you and your family can immediately enjoy these incredible testimonies of changed lives from around the world. So don't wait. 
Log on now to www.awr.org storybook. The devotion of these people must be admired. Many of them will spend a large portion of their meager funds to give offerings and gifts to their gods. They will spend much of their day in devotions calling upon the one they worship with cymbals, horns, and drums. You and I may not understand this devotion to idols of gold and silver, but I have great respect for their dedication and pray that the God of heaven will guide them and give me the same dedication to serving my Lord and Savior. AWR listeners become so excited about Jesus Christ that they will let nothing come between them and their Savior. They cling to the promise of Jesus when he says, Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. There's so many people here and everywhere in India say, how do we reach these people? Well, the incredible way to reach them is by radio. So many of them, radios are so inexpensive. And they can buy one radio and a whole village, a whole area will come together to listen to God's programming. We actually came here to interview a young Hindu listener, but he decided not to come. Can you share the reasons why? Yes, I was uh, corresponding with him regularly. And when I uh, told him that uh, we will be coming in your city to interview you, for a program. Then he said, uh, what you want to do with me there? So he said that, okay, uh, I just want uh, three questions to ask you. Then uh, he was a little bit convinced that, okay, then I will come. Still he didn't come because of the pressure of the community. But despite persecution and threats to even life itself, they are going forward accepting Jesus Christ. Aniston Matthews, our Asia-Pacific Regional Director, shared stories of courage and hope, even within countries where we must be careful about what we share. There's this uh, one listener who has been listening to our program for the past six to eight years uh, in the state of Bihar in northern India. Uh, he initially started listening to us and then one day finally accepted and want, decided that he wanted to be baptized. Uh, the moment he shared this with his family, they were a bit upset and they wanted to you know, throw him out of the house and the community. But then he, he didn't lose faith. He finally met somebody outside the uh, community and finally decided to be baptized. Once the family came to know that, he was thrown out. He had no way to go, no home, to, uh, no family, no home. And uh, finally, he went to one of our Adventist colleges where he got his education, and that's where he's right now. AWR listeners are hearing the word of God through waves that reach where we cannot go and reaching people who would not listen to a missionary but will listen to the radio. Lives are being changed, and once they experience the love of a personal Savior, no amount of persecution will cause them to fall away. 
Well, at the moment, we, we broadcast in 28 languages in the Asia-Pacific region. We have three more that would be added up this year. Uh, all these languages would easily reach to over a couple of uh, billion people. That's billion with a B? Yes, B, billion. Millions of people here on the banks of the Ganges River. Billions of people around the world. And you say, how do we reach these people with the gospel of Jesus Christ? Well, I believe we have all the technology to do it. We have radio, we have television, we have gospel outreach workers, we have Adventist mission workers, we have it all together. But we need your help to reach the masses of the world for Jesus Christ. I received a letter from uh, Pakistan jail. The person was writing me that I'm going to hang us after a few days and I want to accept my Jesus as my savior. And he'd been listening to AWR radio yeah, in jail? Yeah, he was listener. He was our listener. So praise the Lord what he is doing through this AWR. In 1996, our studio in Pune, India received a call to come help us. And they said, please, we've been listening to Adventist World Radio. There's many of us, so many of us, we've been listening. We need your help. We want to know more about Jesus Christ. So our director came hundreds of miles, hundreds and hundreds of miles to the foothills of the Himalayas here to carry out a series of meetings. And at the end, they baptized 60 people. Now. Where I'm standing right now is the new ground that they've purchased. From that corner to that post right there, right over here, they're going to erect a new church. And the pastor tells me that soon it's going to be filled with people wanting to know more about Jesus Christ because this congregation is thrilled and they're excited. There are people from everywhere who are ready to fill this church. <laughs> This is what it's all about, sharing Jesus Christ and having people come to Him. I hope you'll join AWR in a time like this that it is so wonderful, so uplifting. People around the world need to be doing this very thing, giving their hearts and lives to Jesus. Masses of humanity everywhere. People, hunger, sickness, strife, disease. That's what we've seen today, and we've also seen people seeking for a God. AWR has been talking about that. What can we do about it? Your life, my life, might be a good life. Matter of fact, it's probably a wonderful life in comparison to most of these people. But they need something more, and we have the tools. It's time to go home. Like I say, we might be happy here, but these people aren't. They need Jesus Christ. It's time for us all to go home. I'd invite you to join us at AWR to broadcast this message. We actually today borrowed this radio from one of the people here that was just in the Buddhist temple. We can take this signal around the world with your help. Give us a call at the toll-free number 866-503-3531. Or write us at 12 
501 Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland, 20904. Or log on to our website at www.awr.org. Thank you for watching. I hope you'll join us again soon for another exciting gospel adventure because around the world, AWR is making waves.